Welcome to another episode of Heroes and, a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and there still being hope for an iron spider in the MCU. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. And today we are talking about Heroes and Spotlight Black Panther. But before we get into that, it's time for another Heroes and Throwdown, where we pick two random characters and ask the age-old question, who would win in a fight? So Andy and I have both chosen a character, yes, and we don't know who each other's characters are. Correct, but it's going to be fun. So Andy, what is your oh character? Oh my gosh! All right, again, I'm picking this character. It doesn't mean I'm cheering for this character. It's just you know, I can essentially pick Cody's character to win still. Um, but my character comes from the Marvel universe. Okay, uh, he is mainly known for being a villain. Mainly, known. yes, with some shades of not here. Yeah, at some point, he's kind of like a hero, anyways. Uh, I'm picking Magneto, <laughs> so so there's a reason we picked more than one character in our heads, yes, because I was also gonna pick Magneto. Oh, yes, um, which so, is good, <laughs> so because Magneto would win if it was Magneto versus if it Magneto. Was, <laughs> he would probably win. I mean, then you could get into like which Magneto is, yes. it, you know. Um, That's but, really so funny. my backup, yes, character uh, for for this this little throwdown is going to be the Ghost Rider. Okay, okay. Oh, I like that you're always ready. I, I you try to be. You know? <laughs> that way, you that way you're prepared to give an answer. <laughs> yeah, for when <laughs> for when your your buddy has the same throwdown character exactly. as you. So I feel like this is this is one. I don't know. Okay, so at f- my first re- my first thought on this throwdown, which is actually it's, it's a pretty interesting throwdown. My first thought is Magneto. I think Magneto would win because he's sure. sp- e- extremely powerful, and his main power being, you know, the 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 use of controlling uh, metal, metal, and all that stuff. I'm thinking about Ghost Rider and his his chains that he has as his main weapon and all that stuff. His yeah. bike. Yeah, you know, being his shotgun. Yeah, that stuff being all metal. Um, but there's there's some um, some hellish and demonic powers that you know Ghost Rider has that mm-hmm. maybe would I don't know it might put up a good fight. You know, what yeah. are your thoughts? Where, where are your thoughts, Cody? I I've, I'm struggling with the the question of like if Ghost Rider. I, I somehow I, f- I feel like there's some maybe like trick to where Ghost Rider's chains and and motorcycle and stuff wouldn't be bound by Magneto's powers because be- they're of the spiritual realm and maybe because they're just fire. Yeah, because well, <laughs> at that point like, maybe they, they become like you know they. But also like even just thinking outside of that, even with those things stripped away, Ghost Rider is still able to control Hellfire. You yeah. Know? I don't know. This is <laughs> ironic. I think this is actually this is this turned out to be a better throwdown than we thought. Especially that we started off by almost doing Magneto versus Magneto. Right. Um, you also got to think about you know Ghost Rider's stare that he has. Right. You know, like uh, I think the penance stare. Yeah, he he. You know, we talked about it when we did the spotlight on Ghost Rider a while back. But he makes those you know who have sinned yeah. essentially feel the pain of all of those they've sinned against. And yeah. so 
if he, I think, I mean, I think any he gets that on anybody, anybody, with the exception of Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Then because that's just Deadpool's that's character. His highlight, real. yeah, yeah. With the exception of like Deadpool, you know, uh, he feels the pain. You know, he he gets that on Magneto, and it's over for Magneto. I feel like yeah, that would be you know thinking about Magneto again. Uh, I said he's mainly known as a villain because in recent years they've kind of had him as a. At least work alongside. Uh, yeah, some of the X-Men and, you know, all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, 90% of his, you know, superhero, you know, comic book career, he's been a bad guy for the most part. And the, so the, the trouble with that, even, though, is Magneto thinks that he's doing the right thing. I so mean, yeah. does, if he's killing in the name of what he believes to be right, is he still going to feel guilty about it? Do you think? Uh, I think so. I mean, I, ultimately, I think so. I think he knows. I think at the root of Magneto, this he, even though he believes it, um, that he's doing the right thing, I th- ultimately, he's, still he, yeah, and he's, he, he doesn't care that he's not going about it in a peaceful way, in a yeah. civil way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I think he will still feel that. And then I think also, like, it all depends on which Ghost Rider, too. You know what I'm talking? Like, there's, I'm you thinking know, Johnny Blaze. That's what like, I'm thinking, too. Specifically. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of Johnny Blaze, Ghost Rider. Um, but I don't think it's... Can Ghost Rider be killed? Like, I feel like Ghost Rider is... I don't know, immor- man. Like, I'm I'm trying to think of... I guess, is there a way that Immortal could kill Ghost Rider? I don't... I don't... Because I feel I like you'd see- tear him apart and he would, like, I, somehow just come back together again. I don't, th- I don't think so. I think it would have to be a supernatural type being. Yeah, because you would have to kill the soul of... Ghost... The, the, spirit, the spirit of vengeance. <laughs> exactly. So even then, it's almost like at first I thought it was, uh, you know, an un, you know, unfair battle because I I felt like at first maybe Magneto was too powerful for Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. but if we're maybe crossing the lines of it's a supernatural kind of a battle now yeah. because Ghost Rider is involved, maybe it's a little unfair and the <laughs> the, the really the advantage maybe goes to ghost rider yeah cuz he's able to like call on you know things within the spiritual realm you know in some occasions as well so i don't i don't i'm, I'm going to i'm going to say i'm going to go on the side of ghost rider I, I feel like i always pick the character that i pick <laughs> i feel like i do too <laughs> but, but but i i feel i like I don't know. Maybe, maybe I. It's not necessarily decided, but I'm gonna lean towards Ghost Rider. I feel like I'm. I might lean towards Magneto, but it's like maybe like fifty one. You just love 40, that Magneto. I do love, but I'm. But it's like fifty one forty nine. Like, <laughs> like that's a, where I'm leaning. It's a close one. It's a close one. All right. So that is our throwdown. Let us know who you think would win, Ghost Rider or Magneto, on Twitter, at Heroes underscore and. We'll be posting a poll along with this episode when it drops. Like I said earlier, this week's episode is Heroes and Spotlight Black Panther. The Black Panther will be making his big screen debut in the MCU in a week and a half in Captain America Civil War. I cannot wait. Did you buy your ticket yet? I got my ticket. Actually, it's going to be sitting right next to you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listeners, make sure you buy your ticket. It's going to be a great it's movie. Gonna, it's it's yeah. going to be it's so good. So good. Uh, so we thought it'd be a good idea to look back at Black Panther's comic book origins in preparation for his debut. Yeah, so his first appearance uh, was back in 1966 in Fantastic Four, issue number 52 and 53. And then two years later, uh, he became uh, 
a member of the Avengers in issue number 52 of Avengers. And you thought DC had that 52 thing. No, man. We're learning that it's really all about Marvel right now. Um, but yeah, he made he became an Avenger in Avengers issue number 52. Uh, and he actually replaced Captain America in that storyline. Uh, the character itself was created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, like a lot of our beloved Marvel characters were. And originally, actually, Jack Kirby wanted to name the character Cole Tiger. <laughs> I just imagine how that conversation went. Like, Stanley, Jack Kirby, they've been working on this character. Yes. They haven't figured out a name yet, but they go, <laughs> got the powers. And Jack Kirby walks in and he's like, Stan, I got it. <laughs> I got the name. I figured it out. Ready? You sitting down? Cold Tiger. No, I don't think it was. I'm no? so, I'm you don't so, think Stan Lee no, was up on it? I'm almost positive. I feel like Stan Lee just immediately was like, no, nah, we're not no, going with that. that. So Stan Lee is the one that actually makes the call for it to be Black Panther. Yeah. Good job, Jack Kirby, on listening to him yeah, for good that. <laughs> good job, uh, So Black Panther's birth name is T'Challa. He is the heir to the centuries-old dynasty of the fictional African kingdom of Wakanda. Wakanda was a technologically advanced country, all while still keeping to their tribal culture and heritage. And at the time Black Panther was created, the idea of a African country being technologically advanced was counterculture to how most people viewed African nations. Chachala might, uh, might be a king, but that doesn't mean that he had a privileged life. His mother died during childbirth, and because of this, he is hated by his adopted older brother, Hunter. Hunter also resents Chachala for being the true heir to the Wakandian throne. When he was eight, Chala's stepmom runs away with another man. Andy, you thought you were having a bad day. This is this is this so guy, far. He's eight years old, he's, and I think he's gone through more junk than I have in my entire <laughs> life. This is this is bad, man. This is not good at all. But there's there's one more thing. Okay, so, of course. <laughs> then, when T'Challa is a teenager, his father T'Chaka was murdered by Ulysses Claw. Now, you may remember Ulysses Claw from Avengers: Age of Ultron. Claw comes to Wakanda trying to steal the precious metal vibranium, which is found exclusively in Wakanda. In Age of Ultron, we see that Claw has vibranium and mm -hmm. ultimately is forced to give it to Ultron. Yeah. Uh, T'Challa then fends off Claw and his men, uh, taking off one of Claw's hand in the process. So in the movie, like you just mentioned, Cody, uh, it's Ultron who cuts off one of Claw's hands. Um, in the comic book, it was T'Challa uh, trying to defend off Claw and his, and his guys. Uh, later on, T'Challa would then go on to study in uh, both Europe and America, and he would earn a PhD in physics. T'Challa returns home to Wakanda to go through ri ritualistic training trials, including defeating his uncle, the active Black Panther of the time. This is when he officially becomes both King of Wakanda and the Black Panther, and then leads Wakanda to become the highly technological country that we know today. So that's just uh, essentially his comic book origin, his history. Uh, let's talk a little bit about his powers and his abilities. Obviously, he's he's wealthy, and that's because of uh, the vibranium in the you know Wakanda. That's like the superpower. <laughs> if, I feel like I could be a superhero if I had wealth. If, if I was wealthy, if if only we can both be superheroes. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so he's obviously he he has wealth. Um, he's also intelligent. You know, he has his PhD in physics. Um, so he has. Has all that going for him. He also has superhuman senses and physical attributes because of the heart-shaped herb that all Wakandan chiefs must be exposed to. And in recent years, he was given the ability to communicate with those who had carried the Black Panther mantle before him. 
just want to give you guys uh, some fun facts about the character again. Uh, because of the success of Black Panther and the comic book run and all of that, um, it actually paved the way for a lot of other black superheroes uh, to become popular in mainstream comics. So we, you know, we think about superheroes like the Falcon, uh, Luke Cage, and Blade. Now, there's also some comic book history between him and Storm from the X-Men. At one point, Storm and Black Panther were married, but that was before the Avengers vs. X-Men comic book event. And that, in that event, they actually fought against each other, so it was kind of a big deal. Yeah, and also, I just want to give you guys some reading recommendations for the Black Panther. Uh, we have Black Panther uh, Volume Number 1, The Client, uh, and then uh, Black Panther, Who is the Black Panther? You also have Black Panther, The Man Without Fear. This sees Black Panther stripped of his wealth and left to defend Hell's Kitchen while the Daredevil is absent. So mm-hmm. that one's pretty cool. We also have uh, Black Panther number one just was relaunched. Yeah. Uh, so you, there's, you know, you're still able to find either reprints or you know issue number ones at your comic book store. So we have him coming up in the movie and you know in Captain America Civil War and then he will eventually get his own movie in the next year or two. Yeah. So Andy, what are you most excited to see for this character in the movies? A couple of things. So because of you know reading up on the character and all that stuff, I actually I'm beginning to get more excited about Black Panther than maybe uh, some of the other things that we've seen so far in the trailers like mm-hmm. uh, because of the again I've, i i think my main interest for the movie is just kind of seeing captain america and iron man kind of fight but yeah. now i'm really interested in like how does this like what's black panther's role in all of this and i'm, I'm i so i'm excited for that now and then ultimately i i think his powers and his costume they they look incredible. Like mm-hmm. it looks like they really did a great job in taking what was done in the comics and kind of putting a modern, realistic, you know, type of approach to it. I, I so I'm excited now. Like the more we get closer to the uh, to the movie coming out, the more excited I am about about really learning and introducing this new character to the MCU. What about you, man? I, so reading up, you know, for this episode, just some of the some of the weapons and tech that he has sound so awesome. Like, yeah, there's a there's a part of his his boots that are also made with vibranium alloys. Uh, they can vibrate at different frequencies so that he can run up walls nice. and then he can jump and land without injury from like heights of like 50 feet soundlessly so you can just <laughs> jump so you can you know like like you know, a cat. M- much like a yeah, yeah like a cat like a you know he is he is a predatory you know feline yeah. essentially so i think that stuff is so cool seeing the the shots in, in the trailers where you know in the captain america civil war trailers where he gets shot by a helicopter yeah and he's just taking it like he's like i'm not afraid of you it doesn't and it doesn't even like do any damage yeah, or no. nothing like it's it just bounces right off him. like it's, it's it's entirely like it's entirely awesome and yeah. i think credit to the the you know the guys behind the MCU for planting the seeds of the vibranium being so much more than just a metal to make a frisbee you know with, yeah. <laughs> that they they kind of allude to you know in in Age of Ultron you know I think actually Ultron says that outright so yeah I think seeing that is you know will be so cool I'll be interested to see how the Black Panther solo movie is kind of handled just be- with him making his debut in Captain America Civil War. I'm wondering, like, in, and I'll ask you, Andy, how do you think that movie kind of starts, the Black Panther movie? Do you think it's pre-Civil War or post-Civil post um, War? 
I don't know, Mike. I don't know if, if anything has been, not necessarily leaked, but like if there's been anything reported on, you know, what the storyline is going to be, you know, the story arc, like, you know. So I may be wrong. I may be right. I don't know. But my thoughts would uh, are that it would be post-Civil War. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, you know, maybe getting some, maybe flashbacks or you know kind of a thing you know that that way you don't have to it's i just i hope it's not a traditional origin story does that make sense i feel like if we're going to be introduced to the character in captain america's civil war that they should do enough in that movie to introduce us to who this person is but then in the solo movie just kind of build off on that and then if you have to do little flashbacks here and there but just keep the story going like keep moving forward i think that it'll be interesting to see i'm sure that ulysses claw is going to show up again you know and yeah and will be the villain for for this movie you know for the black panther movie and i think that ultimately we'll see this being the second time that you know that black panther has encountered him yeah or maybe you know maybe it's a dynamic where his uncle you know like claw killed had killed his uncle the yeah. black panther yeah you know but t'challa was not able to defend his country at that time yeah and you know this is kind of a in in many ways him earning the respect of his country back you know yeah. the black panther earning the respect of his country so i think that'll be really interesting to see do you think we'll we'll see him be unmasked in civil war like do you think his I know we're going to see him without being like Black the Panther, yeah, yeah, without yeah. the costume. But do you think the Avengers, you know, will know who he is? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think, I think they, I think they have to, because like, who, you know, just communicating with this person, like, I think there's weight to knowing that this superhero, you know, the Black Panther is also you know king of you know or, or president however they do it in the movie i don't know you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. is also you know ruler of this nation like i think it i think it gives weight to that character almost that hey this superhero is is trying to be you know be the best superhero that he can but he's ultimately he's he's trying to always defend his country i think so i think there's there's weight to that you know him being Trying to do what's best, but also be political and, and take care of his people, his nation. So I think, yeah, I think it has to be done. Um, my again, my concern is I just hope that they don't do a traditional or, origin story with the solo movie. Um, but I think that I think about the MCU overall, um, and particularly with Captain America: Civil War. Do you think there's going to be maybe? too much to handle in one movie with a brand new character with the overall storyline between cap and and tony mm-hmm. but then and then even introducing spider-man like yeah to introduce they're introducing spider-man also we have a villain like baron von zemo right? yeah 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 which we haven't seen anything of yeah really in you know in any of the trailers so i think that'll be interesting i i i have the same concern and it's it's ultimately the concern that i have or I had with Batman v Superman, yeah, and you know that I will have with the Justice League jumping in, you know, with all of these other characters with mm-hmm. Flash and you know, and all of these characters with not having origin movies for them, yeah. Spider Man, I think we're able to get by because at this point he's he's been you know so his our culture has been so steeped in the Spider Man mythology, yeah, that we we have a good understanding of him. That's true. I think the the tension with Black Panther is how much. Of his origin, do you tell in Civil War without, you know, 
without spoiling his mm-hmm. his solo movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think the the credit and the what they're what they'll be able to do though is all they have to point back to is the events in uh, in Age of Ultron where you know Hulk wrecks a lot. Like that's a Wakanda. Like they're in Wakanda. Yeah. When Hulk, you know is raged out because of Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you know, Tony is the one who, you know, the Hulkbuster yeah. uh, fights him, you know, and puts him down. So that's a lot of damage to, to Wakanda that is brought because of the Avengers. So it makes sense then that this guy, you know, this guy shows up. Maybe he shows up as the king. You know, the first time we see him, he shows up as the king of Wakanda. And he's saying, I support this, you know, I support this Soko- these Sokovia Accords. Because of the events that happened, you know, because of what happened to my country. Yeah. I want answers. He wants answers for that. So I think and I know this isn't it's related to Black Panther, but um, it's also kind of focused around the Avengers. But I think as we look forward and we look ahead to Captain America Civil War and then we also look at the Black Panther solo movie, I think it makes me appreciate Avengers Age of Ultron a lot more. Kind of just looking back, I think. A lot of issues that critics had and even fanboys had with the movie that overall was still really good. Overall, it was a fun movie, but they were doing they were they were setting up too much to, you know, that's what some people said. I didn't mind it because I felt like they did it in a very clever way. Mm-hmm. But so but I think we're going to be able to uh, see the like the fruit of that in these next two movies yeah. in Civil War and the Black Panther movie. I think we're going to go into that movie, those two movies, already feeling like we know who Claw is, uh, feeling familiar with this this country or, you know. This vibranium. Uh, yeah, vibranium and maybe even the character. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like that's going to, where it's not going to be such a big shock to us to have to kind of n- meet or know all these people or, or know all this information or backstory because of the groundwork that was laid by Age of Ultron, so I I I think as we after we get through Civil War and, and Black Panther, I feel like we're gonna look back and say, you know what, I'm I'm glad that Avengers Age of, Age of Ultron did that, like it made mm-hmm. sense, and now I I have a greater appreciation for it. Yeah, I, I maybe maybe this is weird to say, but I think my I didn't have too many issues with the setups or the, you know the stuff where they were yeah. setting up, just because I have. I have trust in Marvel. <laughs> yes. Like I have, I have trust, you know, in Marvel Studios and what they're doing. And so, I think some of the reason maybe I, I take so much issue with it, like in Amazing Spider-Man Two, and and uh, in Batman v Superman, you know, they I think so much of what they're the setup stuff that they're doing is all it, it feels rushed, mm-hmm. and it I I feel like in those movies compared to Age of Ultron, like I think the story holds up in Age of Ultron with the setups being in there. Whereas in most of the time where you see setups happening, they lose the story that they're trying to tell. They really do stick out like uh, like a sore thumb. Like it's like, okay, this is important. This is important. That's a setup. So I don't necessarily need to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. This is important. This is important. But with Marvel, they really do a good job. Again, in my opinion, and it sounds like you're saying the same yeah. thing. With the exception of the the Thor like mind trip stuff. Yeah, that's that's the that's the one that I'm like, okay, maybe this is maybe this doesn't need to happen here. But I'm going to defend it. Let me defend it for just a quick second. No, no listen. I, I'm saying yeah. that's the one where I could see people having an issue with. I, I don't have an issue with it. I don't have an issue. But if you're listening and you have an issue with it, 
Andy's about to tell you why you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's important that that scene's important because now the Avengers know about the Infinity Stones. Like, that's why that scene's important. It's setting up phase three. Yeah. They have to do that at some point. Yeah. The only people that know about the Infinity Stones at that point when the movie came out were you and the listeners, us, because we know comics and what's, what's happening. And then the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like the Guardians themselves, mm-hmm. you know, like they they that team knows because they're in space and it's all up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like this is what they're dealing with all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a big so deal. For it's, them. it's not new to them. Yeah. So, uh, but that's our episode for Heroes and Spotlight: The Black Panther. Let us know if you're excited about his big screen debut on social media. You can tell us on Twitter and Instagram at Heroes underscore and on Facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and or email us at heroes and podcast at gmail.com. Just want to give you guys a new comics dropping for April 27th. Uh, we have Batman issue number 51. Love that Batman so much. That Batman, that's the last one. I think it is. I, I only know because I follow Scott Snyder on Instagram and he said it was his last time working with Greg Capullo and all those guys. I know. It. And there was a little bit. I was like, Andy's going to be so upset. I know. It's I, so, I so a sad. Sing, a single tear and the cover <laughs> looks sick. They posted the cover. The cover looks awesome. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, Batman issue number 51. We also have Daredevil number six, Old Man Logan issue number five, and then Disney Duckwing Duck issue number one. Darkwing Duck. Not, what did I? You said Duckwing Duck. Oh, my bad. <laughs> there you go. Have a little fun with that one. <laughs> Sorry. So, if you're able to subscribe, rate, review, as well as share Heroes and with your geeky friends on whatever platform you're listening to it on, that would be awesome. Thank you so much for listening to Heroes and. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And, and we're out. out.